I mean, the Pacers had this at 107 all, and now they're down one, 108-107. 2.33 to go in the third quarter here. Tyrese Halliburton now 29 points and 13 assists. He's 7 of 11 from three. All NBA is what we're looking at. This guy is absolutely having a monster season. Yeah, he is. I just wish Trey Young would get his assists. I forgot that I that Trey Young is a stay away player for me. Yeah. I yeah. forgot that that's, that's what I do. I stay away. The assists have been a, uh, a, a very stinks. profitable spot, but right now he's only got six. But we've still got a whole fourth quarter. So we're just we're gonna think we're gonna think positive thoughts tonight. Was that what you ran out in the rain for? Yeah, it was. Okay. Well, now we're even more. We need that to happen because if it doesn't hit, I'm not happy. You're definitely not yeah, happy. Look at his steal? No, he did not. You got rained on. So here's a gripe. Okay. I have a gripe. All right. So I did not know this, but I now know it because I've been keeping track of NBA defensive statistics. And I've been watching closely with a laser beam focused uh, like lens. So steals. I was talking to you about this at the break. Mm -hmm. I did not know. And listen, I'm not a ref. I have not been in the lab to this level until I've been taking steal props. But I thought that a steal was for the player that actually took the ball away. What just happened? Tyrese Halliburton just had a, speaking of lasers, just a laser assist. Yeah, he did. I, mean, I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but 15? I couldn't help with my reaction. I mean, it was like 30 feet out. He just kind of crossed over between his legs. The ball came right up to his hand, and he just whipped it into Obi Toppin right under the basket. It was Goodness. it was absolutely gorgeous. I love this guy. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no you. That's worries. why I only made a face and no sound. Please continue. So, I thought a steal <laughs> was... For the player that it would be credited to the player that took the ball, the loose ball away. In fact, that is not true. A steal is actually credited to the defender who deflects the ball away from the opponent. If a player defects, deflects a pass or dribble, this is from NBA Video Rulebook. If a de- player deflects or pass or dribble and controls his deflection either away from an opponent or towards a teammate, resulting in an eventual possession for the defense, the player causing the deflection is credited with the steal. So, I watched Paolo Bancaro catch a deflected ball, and they gave Franz Wagner the steal, and that is when I decided to get into the NBA video rulebook because I was like, well, that's interesting because unlike an interception, a tip ball. Yep, that's the first thing I thought of. The corner who catches the tip ball, they get the interception. Yep. I need more clarity. I need half tackles. I need half steals. <laughs> you know what I mean? I need a half a steal because this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, I I guess I could – here's the thing. I could see it both ways, right? I, I could understand sure. that you generated the steal. You created that turnover. Somebody else just capitalized off of you creating the loose ball. But at the same <sighs> time, knocking a ball away and not doing anything with it, it's – you haven't changed possession until somebody grabs the ball, takes it, and says, I got it now, and then it's a change of possession. Yeah. So that kind of feels like a steal to me, too. If I had to choose one, I would say it's the guy that picks it up, takes it, Facts. has possession. Facts. That creates the steal. My God, Tyrese Halliburton, he's got 35. We're still not even in the fourth quarter. I should have done that. He's going to have 50 tonight. He's going to put up 50. He's dancing. He's trotting up the court. Pacers are up three now. He has just been lights 24 out. 24 in the fourth quarter alone. Trey, you selfish P.O.S. Start passing the ball. Pass the ball. Goodness gracious. I hope we get overtime. That's yeah, what we are. I'm a little worried about four more assists oh, from Trey Oh, it's only the third quarter. Yeah, yeah. 
I thought it was the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's one fifteen. One twelve. I said it's the third quarter like three times, Trista. Well, you're too focused on Trey Young. I got you. That's why I said we. Let's bring in some woosahs. I'm sorry. Some some we got a I'm whole. I'm mad that Paolo Bancaro Steel thing got me in my situation. You know what you need to do? Situation. What does C J Stroud do when he throws an interception? Goes right back. That's at it. right. He goes right back at it. I that's won't what you'll do. You. I, I'll stop keeping believing in you, Paolo. That's what you'll do. You'll Go just, back to the well. You focus. And you move forward. That's all that we can do. Really quickly, because here's something that I'm going to share with the people because I love you. Uh, So now that we know this new rule, I have now decided that a part of my handicap and a part of my research is deflections Mm -hmm. per game. Paul George leading the league in deflections. Also, one of the best steel players in the league. Yep. Uh, Alex Crusoe leading the league in deflections. 3.55 a game. Jalen Suggs had two steals tonight. 3.3 deflections. It's the deflections, baby. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Cam Reddish. What do these guys have in common? I love their steel props. Here it is. I gave you the nuggets. Never talking about it again. Go on. Don't tell the books. Just bet it. Shh. Don't say it to anybody. Don't tell the books. Steel props are so risky, though. But when you can ride that wave, you ride it. I did that. Anthony Edwards, like, multiple waves last year for me. Over one and a half. Over Can't one and a half. Can't do the one and a half. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah. You have to do one. The one is better. You it's have to definitely do one. better. Yep. Two is very risky. One, if you're talking about a player that gets four, four deflections a game, then you're talking about 25% of their deflections yep. are going to end up having a steal. That's that's good odds right there. It is. It is. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, real quick, 26 points in the third quarter. The Hawks had 28 points total in that quarter. So there we go. Tyrese Halliburton outscored, almost outscored, the Atlanta Hawks all by himself. God, this kid is incredible. You know what? I would I would trade Jalen Brunson for him. I'm going to be honest. And I love Jalen Brunson. I'd rather have Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, I guess. <sighs> I would. I would. My Knicks. But, you know, it is what it is. All right. We got a lot of movement, line movement-wise in the NFL. And some important injuries, too. And remember, we got a short week. A lot of teams playing on, well, Thursday night. So let's take a look at where some of that movement is in Week 12. Is he gone? Is he gone? How long? <laughs> How does this affect sides? Totals? Totals. Props? Props? It's time for another installment of Market Movers. It was, Trista. It was on. I'm telling you, anybody that watches Futurama, listen listen to the voice he does there. Is it gone? He sounds like the professor. That's exactly who Doesn't he is. Doesn't she sound like an OnlyFans girl? Oh, like, it's great. She sounds like peak climax. It is. It, it might. Gosh. <laughs> is <Yes>. it gone? <laughs> I think they're called uh, vinegar strokes as well. If anybody oh watched uh, the league, you'll know exactly what goodness we're talking about gracious. here. All right, before I get a text from uh, one of our bosses telling us to move along, oh, I'm really just going to do just that. Oh, I am so sorry. This is Trista's fault if this goes any farther, not me. H2OX5 is the latest league pass advertisement that has captured my attention. What is this? Oh, it's like it a, a steamer? steamer. Watch it. Oh, my God. Look how much grease it gets off. Can I be honest with you? These infomercials we they see after me. games are done, yeah. The Emerald Walk. I got it just because of the Did league you? pass. Yes. Oh, that smoker. My mom bought the, it for The me. ninja smoker that they've yeah. been advertising. Oh, you man. You want it, my, too. My parents have that, actually. I might make it a segment. The thing on league pass, the advertisement on league pass that's gotten me for the year. We could. It's this. Could also add when they show the halftime shows. 
Yeah. Uh, and you did you see the guy stacking boxes? Yes. We get the feeds from like just the arena. There was a guy that stacked boxes all the way from the court carrying them, and it touched the bottom of a jumbotron. Right. It's unbelievable. I love it. They, and they just tour around the country and do all this stuff. What a great life. You know what? Just make money just stacking boxes and trying to touch a jumbotron on a court. Anyway, uh, of course we got Thursday night games or Thursday day games, Thanksgiving games. So this is going to be one of those weeks you got to prepare a little bit ahead of time when it comes to props, when it comes to pretty much everything right now. The key here for the first game, Packers-Lions. That's a 12.30 Eastern kick. So right now we're looking at the Lions minus 7.5. But the key here to keep in mind is that you got a lot of injuries. Right now, A.J. Dillon was even limited in practice. Now, we've got a couple of days, but it's a short week. So a limited in practice on a Monday or a Tuesday means a lot more when you're playing on a Thursday than it does when you're playing on a Sunday. Facts. You've also got Musgrave didn't practice on Monday. Uh, Watson was limited, and Aaron Jones didn't practice at all either, which I think, look, it turns out that that's not going to be a serious knee injury, but it looked like it when he got taken off the field. I would expect him not to play against the Lions on Thursday, but the Packers right now are dealing with a ton of injuries, and they're already seven-and-a-half-point dogs in this game. Yeah, I uh, I think I have to continue to take the Lions. I know they let me down last week to the Bears, but the Packers are a stinky, stinky team. I think the Lions are going to be hungry, too. What number would you no longer take the Lions in this game? Uh, I mean, I'm right around now. I, I actually was creating a parlay with the with the um Thanksgiving games and the only team that I decided to not take against the spread of those three was the Lions. I'd probably buy a six and a half. So you could probably get like minus one forty five instead of minus three fifty just for them to win outright. Or I mean just for them to win by, you know, six and a half, excuse mm-hmm. me, versus outright. But we're getting to that point right now where the Packers, Jordan Love Jordan Love has what he's lost all of his games by a combined eleven points. Mm-hmm. So they're keeping games close now. So that it scares me a little. You know what I might do because we've seen the Packers come back from these large leads or from these large deficits and cover the numbers. Sometimes even win. Maybe I'd take the Lions minus four and a half first half instead of the seven and a half. Just in case you get that little, because uh, yeah, Aaron Early Jones, yep. Yeah, you, when you get uh, Jordan Love second half versus first half, and the Packers in general, big yep. difference between first half and second half. Much better in the second half of games. That might be a safer play there, just in case the back door is open. In that I'm gonna game. look at stall for me because I'm gonna look at Packers against the spread first half versus second half, and I'll get back to you. All right, you do that. You get in the lab and you do that. Uh, we got our uh, got my Commanders against your Cowboys in Dallas. I think this is. I really do think this is going to be a bloodbath. Uh, I understand that why. Washington got a bunch of sacks against the Giants, but like that's that's the Giants and their offensive line is as bad as what Washington's got going on right now. Uh, I mean, look, I w- from a personal side of this, I want the Commanders to lose. I want them to lose all of their games. I want a better draft pick. I keep trying to explain oh, this wow. to people. Uh, you got the number, folks. All right, are you ready for this? Yep. Okay, so four and six, the Packers have covered in the first half. Mm-hmm. Four and six. What do you guess the second half spread is for the Packers? Uh, eight and two. Nine and one. Really? Yes, sir. Wow. I think that's the move. Taking Packers second Packers half. Packers second half. All right. Yes, sir. Okay. The spread, the ATS in the first half, not definitive enough for me to fade them. But I think this is a live betting scenario yes. where they go down and you take them in the second half. This is a winner that we have concocted. Almost surefire, 90% hitting this season. Hard to find those. 
I think that's still the look on Thanksgiving Day. It's amazing how they turn things around in the second half of games. It's just imagine if they could actually, if you could just put one complete game together, that could build some momentum for this team. But like Jordan Love, he's it's crazy to think this, but Jordan Love is still playing for his job in Green Bay. They're not sold on him at all. And that's a positive that he can take the team in the second half. You can carry things back, but if you're already down because you played horror, and again, it's not just on him defensively. There's there's issues if you're, but like, you, you just you watch this and go, there's something there. You see the moments, but you can't put yeah, together complete moments. games. You can't if you're always digging yourself out of holes. Eventually. You just can't get out anymore. Look at the Bengals. The Bengals, for the last three years, have had slow starts. The last two, you get a Super Bowl. You get you get to the Super Bowl. You get an AFC Championship game. This year, finally, it just doesn't work for them. You can yeah. only do that so long, and that's what's killing the Packers this year. I like that. I might actually tell you on that. I think that that's a good find. And that was that was actually what I – it's funny because what I would usually do is I would actually fade the Packers in the first half of games. But I didn't do it every single week. But it, I, think I, like, I think I've done it three times this year, and it's gone two and one. So it's like – it's not obviously a guarantee at four and six against the spread in the first half, but it's – a nice spot, but not nine and one. Nine and one is a way better situation yeah, it's there. Really good. And in a game that obviously, it, like it's a rivalry game, it's a Thanksgiving game. There's enough there where you hope that there'd be some juice in the second half. Look, how often have we seen games in the NFL where you go from like just look at last night, the Eagles look dead, and all of a sudden they're a completely different team in the second half. It wasn't easy, but they at least made that thing work. Uh, I do like the Cowboys to cover in this Trista. C.D. Lamb was. Yeah, he, he apparently he's like they're they're a little worried about the ankle injury, but he says I'm straight, I'll be out there. I, he, I think he's going to CD Lamb right now. You just go over on the receiving yards, unless it's such a blowout like last week against Carolina that you just don't get a ton of yards because they just don't have to use them because it's just such an easy game. But in a division game, there's always more riding on it. It's a rivalry game. CD Lamb is in for a monster game against the Washington secondary. As I've told you many times, they are a slump buster for any team's offense. Yeah. They really are. Uh, the Commanders are a team that you have to continue to fade no matter who it is they play. I love the, the Cowboys in this spot. And the lines, the alt lines aren't up yet. Uh, but when they are, I will be taking them. Jumping that up. I'm going to be doing some laddering. Two. 11, we'll do it 14, we'll do it 17, we'll do it 21, we'll do it 24, we'll do it 27. We're going to do it multiple times with different <laughs> amounts. One unit on 11, a half a unit on 14. A quarter of a unit on 17. Uh, what's half of a quarter? One-eighth of a unit on 21. Uh, a sixteenth unit on 24. <laughs> You're going to bet each and every one of those? Yes, that's how confident I am All that right. the Cowboys okay. are going to blow your team the F out. Uh, well, listen, I would love to talk trash back to you, but I want my team to lose, so I'm actually okay with it. I'm like, good, then also, just beat the hell out of them. Also, Sam Howell interception. Yes. He's hit that five of the last seven. The pressure's coming for him. He's under duress. Most sack quarterback in the league. And you know he's going to be trying to throw the ball away. I could see some tip balls. I could see some errant passes thrown the direction of one Terry McLaurin or Jahan Dotson. And I could see Deron Bland taking it to the, that's the way we take it to the house, take it to the house. Sam Howell attempts to. Yes. 45 last week. I thought that wasn't – it was looking kind of low for a while, and then yeah. all of a sudden he went over the 35-and-a-half. He had 45 against the Giants, 44 against Seattle, 45 against New England, 52 against Philadelphia, 42 against the Giants. 
It's uh, that number will probably it, I, I could see it going no higher than a 36 and a half, maybe a 37 and a half. I'm still taking the over. They're going to be behind. He's going to have to throw the ball away, like you said. I, that is going to be a game where that's one of the only things on Washington that I think that I'm willing to take. But hey, I'm a jaded fan, so what the hell do I know, no right? Doubt. Oh, that's going to be probably be bad. It's bet MGM tonight. The winning trifecta is Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashu. All three will be right back on Bet MGM tonight. Presented by Bet MGM, live from BetQL.